The QPR podcast is brought to you in association with PartyPoker.com. Sign up now using the bonus code QPRPOD and PartyPoker will match your initial deposit. This is Chris Ramsey. Well done, QPR podcast on your 150th show. QPR, QPR, Hello and welcome to the QPR podcast. Rounds of applause. First of all, as the transfer window has closed, Matty Phillips is staying at the club. And Rob Green is staying at the club. And gentlemen, one thing I don't think any of us foresaw, thought would be coming, Charlie Austin is staying at the club. So very I'm loving good. that Gabe, the Arsenal engineer, is clapping loudly and more than loudly than everyone else there. But. I had nothing today. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wenger went on holiday. Um, so this is the QPR podcast. Paul, I listened to your whole monologue at the start of the show last week about, oh, I can't say I'm joined by because that's too authoritative. We've got to be what I'm joined by, that just means someone's next to you, doesn't it? I knew that would give you the arse. Doesn't it? Uh, Chris? Uh, yeah, I don't have a massive problem. You're a wordsmith. You're a, journal, <laughs> a professional journalist. I, I th- yeah. I, I think I, Can I, you say I'm joined by? I think so, yeah. Uh, okay. I think but so. But it's what you hear every week. It's kind of like saying... I, I just had to bind you up and I seem to have succeeded. I'm pleased with that. Job, job very well done. My well colleagues done, on the QPR podcast this evening are... See, I don't even know... Paul Finney. Is, uh, is that right? How about... And Chris I, Charles. Hello, hello. How about those on the podcast who are less gobshitish than me? Brilliant. Much better. I, I'm not but sure... But don't say it in that really bad Martin O'Neill accent you do. Up. The what? The, that really bad Martin O'Leal accent you do. Hello, Hello dear, and Paul Finney, welcome to the QPR podcast. Which, if I was from Cork, <laughs> would be brilliant. But as I'm not. Anyway. Anyway, um, what a wonderful Monday evening. The tra- it is, we are recording this at 20 to 8 on Monday evening. The transfer window closed at 6.30. Mm. And Charlie Austin is still a QPR player. Brilliant. It's not bad. Did you think that would happen? Honestly... No, I, I think the thing I'm not the, the club obviously, uh, uh, you know, it's 15 million or bust, um, which is fine. They're not moving on that. I am surprised. As in a fee they might have got for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I am surprised when you see Man United have paid 36 million pound for a teenager uh, who's with no Premier League experience, mm. and no one's prepared to pay 21 million pound less than that for a bloke who was the fourth highest scorer in the league last season. Yeah, I do find that a bit odd. But I also think, uh, and I also know that he wasn't massively keen on uprooting his family because he's a decent bloke. I also know he's, you know, he's 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 not sulked and he's been putting the effort because he's a decent bloke. I mean, you know, it's all like seems too too good to be true. But he, he he's um, no, it's just it's just incredible. I mean, you liken that to um, Raheem Sterling at Liverpool, who essentially went on strike and sulked before he got his move. I just think it just shows and their And Berahino. Yeah, you see what he Berahino. said this afternoon? Yeah, he's not going to play for he's West Brom. He's a bit miffed, isn't he? He said he's not going to play for West Brom uh, for Jeremy Peace. Who's the bloke who pays his wages and is his boss? Yeah. I, think, I, think, I think it's a sad reflection on society that these kids are getting so much money and they've lost track of why they, they've maybe fallen out of love the game. I think the good thing about Charlie, the, maybe the difference between them two players is Charlie came up via the leagues mm. and has had, had a real job. This kid... I don't know him. Maybe he hasn't had a real job in the real world, and Charlie has, and he knows he's 
damn lucky to be getting the money he's getting. And, he, and to be fair to him, he's, he, on Saturday, he, he, he hasn't shirked a single tackle. He's got on with it. People were giving him a wee bit of grief at Charlton. Hopefully, they'll eat no words now. And he's done it the right way. He, head down, on the field, excellent player. And this is massive for us. Uh, this is our so biggest I, I said on Twitter I thought there was some snobbery about Charlie Austin, which I got a, a bit of stick well, for. Because you think he's had a normal job. and Because he's, he's, he's not been an academy product. Yeah, because he's okay. not like your typical academy spoil kind of destined for big things footballer but he's actually had a proper job come in from non-league and kind of come up the ranks and so therefore there's a snobbery about him on paper in what world would you rather pay 20 million pounds for Berahino than 15 for Charlie Austin Berahino's got something like 19 goals in 70 games Charlie Austin's got nearly 150 in 250 do you know what I think it is and I'm being selfish here I think it's because when he got married the QPR Flores was brilliant. And oh, gee, I, I didn't take you long, <laughs> did it? I don't know who it was. But, no, but, yeah. It, no, but, but, you know, you who could, was it? What firm was it who was did the flowers kind of for his wedding? Funky Flowers and Barnett. Um, Were you, did you have to have your game face on? Doing that wedding, like what face? Like you know, you had to like not be say Paul, your game face. Thank Christ. Well, yeah, I mean, did you, you have to like not be Paul the QPR fan, but be like Flower Man? In control, professional. It's like, it's like yourself, David. <laughs> you, you detach yourself from the scenario that you're in. Yeah. Flower man, that sounds like a new superhero. And you become professional. Flower man. What you're doing. Except I went f- to the wrong toilet. I went, it was in. Did Liz have to tell you off? Did your wife have to tell you off? Like, behave yourself, or were you. Behave yourself, Finny. <laughs> That's not how his wife talks. Anyway, um... Did, you were okay. You didn't embarrass her. I didn't embarrass anyone, um, least of all the company. No, it, it was weird because... It, uh, you, 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 no, I'm not saying anymore. Go on. No, it's, go it's on. embarrassing. What was the arrangement, by the way? What um, did I go for? They, they arranged for us to turn up and do flowers, and we did. Oh, brilliant. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> okay, no, I, just, I was just going to go through a few things that um, Charlie was saying on Twitter. He had a bit of fun with this and fair play. Last night... You could tell he's, he's, he was a bit miffed. I, I mean, reading between the lines that no one's come in and, and or no one decent's come in and met the asking price, which I can sort of understand. He's, he was quoting, um, what's it, that film, the, the Wolf of Wall Street? Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, Amazing. Yeah, he tweeted that clip. Yeah, yeah. Well, he tweeted that, but before that, last night, he tweeted, good for us. he tweeted, I love it when people underestimate underestimate me seeing the stupid expressions on their faces after they see what I can really do is effing priceless mm. that's what he tweeted last night tell you what that forest defence is going to get a battery <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah he, he then uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Wall Street clip today was the one where I'm staying yeah, which is great because yeah. I've not seen that film so thanks for ruining that for me Chaz I won't bother now it uh, doesn't ruin the film oh does it not okay no okay. reading the book would ruin the film well, yeah thanks for that yeah. <laughs> or just looking through the and news he's all, he also retweeted a vine of Jack Whitehall uh, the comic leaping up and down excitedly after receiving a te- text with the caption QPR fans hearing the news Charlie Austin is staying yeah um, and yeah I mean generally and last night his wife Bianca yeah. said that she would hide his phone for the next 24 hours did she hours. oh yeah. that's brilliant again <laughs> thanks to the florist yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, but she. I, th- I think the whole thing with Charlie is it's quite incredible that someone in modern football actually has a bit of decency about them, and yeah. this gives me hope for the modern Absolutely. game. Absolutely, yeah, you yeah. know, because the modern game has fallen apart. You got Barry Hill, he was obviously acting like a sport child, stamping his feet. You got our Charlie, 
banging the goals in. Tell you, come that that, that Forest defence are going to get an absolute tanking. I'm telling you, mm. he's got so much to prove before January now, and it can only be beneficial to us. It, we're in an absolute win-win situation here, and yeah. it's, for once, it's frigging brilliant. Mm. And Matty Phillips as well. Fair play to him. I mean, he's another one that I, you know, a lot of people thought might go West Brom. Mm. Been sniffing around all summer. Well, Green was um, supposed to be going as well, wasn't he? Well, yeah. I mean, the, the Green ones. I, th- I think you know. Again, this is not, you know, can't blanch, but uh, whatever the fuck, that's the wrong phrase, isn't it? I'm doing a... You know, not you know definite. What, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. Not for sure, But yeah. there was rumours that he was going to Chelsea, but he didn't want to sit and warm the bench. Which right. Which, again, is a, you know, a decent enough attitude. The thing with difference with Green is that I think he is on quite decent money. Um, and, you know, we did have another keeper as well. I mean, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I think Phillips, though, that's, that's another... That's another um, if they them two can stay injury free, Phillips and Austin, I'm talking about. Yeah. Then, but who who are we not talking about to stay in? Well, the, Junior Hoylett pledged his future to the club. Oh. No, he didn't. <laughs> by not going, I think. Uh, listen, all this um, transfer chat. We uh, we're going to have a quick word with Ian Taylor, who's the press officer at the club. Fill us in what did or probably what didn't go on at the club today. Ian, first question, have you untied Charlie Austin and let him out of the stockroom yet? <laughs> have I untied Charlie Austin? Um, to be honest, it, it, it never looked as though he was going to come to that. Um, he, he trained with the squad this morning. Um, and I think you guys will probably agree. You've seen what, you know, you've seen other players in this window, the likes of John Stones and Saido Berrino, and in the way they conducted themselves. But to be fair to Charlie, he's, he's remained um, a consummate professional throughout Um I think you know if anybody if anybody comes out with this window with credit, it's certainly Charlie Austin. So uh, I didn't have to time up, that's for sure. Hi, Ian. It's Chris. How you doing, mate? Hi, Chris. You okay? Yeah, fine, thank you. Yeah, no. It's funny enough. We were just talking about Berahino and the and, and the like, and you know, exactly reiterating what you've just said. Really, um, I mean, which sort of answers this question, really? But I mean, can you give us an insight into how the likes of Charlie and Matty have been around the place since reporting back for pre-season? Yeah, no, I mean, they've been absolutely, um, I was going to say, not a minute's problem, but um, <laughs> I'm not Harry Redknapp. No, they've been, um, no, they've been great. Um, I, I mean, I, I remember I interviewed Charlie um, in Italy on his first day back, or his second day back, I think, we interviewed him and he made it very clear, um, that, you know, until told otherwise, um, or until the club informed him that there was offers or inquiries and, you know, get his head down and train hard and work hard and, I mean, both of them. Um, Matt as well. Matt's a, Matt's a fairly quiet lad. When, um, well, most people are quiet compared to Charlie, but um, <laughs> he's a fairly quiet lad. He's just got his head down. And like all the guys that have been linked moves away, they've, they've remained professional throughout. But, you know, you'd like to think that comes from the top. Um, and then you've got people like Les and Chris in, in charge. Um, I don't think they're ever going to let players' um, heads get out of, out of line, as it were. And no, they've, they've been excellent. They really have. Uh, Ian, I know this isn't uh, necessarily your direct area, but what can you tell us now about what's likely to happen with Charlie? Is is he going to see out his contract, or are the club going to look at offering him a new deal and hopefully signing him up for a bit longer? <laughs> That's a I think, I, <laughs> fingers crossed. Um, I think Les has, Les has been clear as me that there, there's been conversations, and I'm sure there'll be, be further conversations. Um, I, I guess, you know, for, for now, I think we've just got... A, Revel in, in the fact that Charlie Austin's still a QBR player. I think um, I think the book is um, adding at odds of forty to one at one point in the window that he'd stay at QBR. Oh, I wish I'd had some. Um, 
<laughs> and you know, to be you know, what will be will be. But um, again, I, yeah, I think the, the most important thing now is we focus on the fact that he's here. Um, he's going to be here now for um, the remainder of the season, and with him here, I guess um, it, it's probably heightened expectations somewhat. So- did you just say the remainder of the season, I as did. opposed to just till January? Yeah, I mean, I mean quote unquote. Say, um, yeah, who's to say whether whether it'll, it'll be sold in January? Um, I certainly think that um, Charlie's tweets today said they yeah, had big season ahead. Now he didn't say big three months ahead. Um, you know what? Yeah, you never say never in football, but um, I certainly think um, he's he's shown now that. He's going to be dedicated, and like I say, he's been he's been professional throughout. So, fingers crossed, he's here for the rest of the year, and fingers crossed, he can build on what's been a, a good start for him personally and a, a promising start for the team as well. I noticed. I noticed though, you just said you went from season to year. Very clever, by the way. Um, what what what? what? <laughs> Is that a compliment, Timmy? Uh, no, sure. don't no. be daft. No, no. I'm, I'm leading you down an alleyway here. Uh, anyway, um, with with Charlie staying. What what will be the effect to the rest of the team? Is it going to be? Because I, I would imagine that's a pretty massive boost for everyone. From is it, is it a boost to the club generally? Of course it is. It's massive. This I is, meant the, this, I meant the people around the to club. Be, to be honest, if you if you said we we we're basically saying Charlie Austin, you'd be doing cartwheels. This is amazing news. Sorry, carry on in. Yeah. No, I was saying there were a few high fives in the office uh, this afternoon when um, when it became clear that he wasn't going to be moving on. I mean, obviously. Me and my department are privy to certain information because we're obviously kept in the loop by um, the owners and the FD and Les and Co. But um, I think when when news started to spread around the office that Charlie and Matt um, and others, you know, Leroy Fair as well, because there were rumours about him, when news um, eventually broke that they were staying, it was a it was a good place to be this afternoon. Um, does it give? Yeah, I think it gives. I think it gives the squad a boost. I think Charlie would have been, um, you know, these guys. These guys speak regularly, even even when they're not in work. That's a that's a good thing about the squad. They are really close um, outside of work as well. They you know they socialise, they golf together, etc. etc. So I don't think many um, were were that worried this morning when they woke up. Um, Charlie Charlie, um, as I say, reported um, into training at nine o'clock this morning. Trained hard and then. Went home to his to his wife and kids, um, and I think he, he watched it all un, unravel like uh, like probably most of the nation did. Um, sorry, it's Chris again here. Um, yeah, I, I, there was one tweet from Matty Phillips. Um, uh, basically, he said, uh, "Delighted the man Chaz Austin still a Ranger," and then he put hashtag promotion. Uh, I mean, do you think keeping all these players have, have the goalposts shifted a bit now? Are we looking at different targets? Because obviously, I think. Most sensible fans were looking at just consolidation and actually staying in the league, but keeping all our big hitters now, if, if, if it seems like the players have maybe set their sights a bit higher. I think the players, um, and I, yeah, I think it's the same. You, know, you ask any manager in any league, you want to win every game that you can play in. I think externally, I, I guess it, it would have heightened somewhat now as a result of us keeping what you call our, our stellar players, but um, it's, it's a very hard league. I was... I was actually having a conversation with um, one of the co-chairmen earlier and we were saying that you know, there's a lot of teams that are, are giving it a go. Derby alone spent £10 million today. Um, Burnley spent £8.5, £9 on one player in this window. Mm. Um, it's not just, you know, we, we've managed to retain a few players and obviously bring in, bring in I think it was 14 in total in the end, but 
I think there's a lot of teams that will have aspirations of getting promoted this year. Um, and, you know, if we're one of them, then great. But, um, you know, I guess the message from the club is let's not run before we can walk. Let's, let's just, you know, make sure that the long-term strategy um, remains and that the sensible approach is there. At the minute, I guess, you know, if you look at it from the outside, it looks like the on-field and off-field strategies are mirroring each other, which is probably the first time you can you can probably say that for, for quite a while at QPR. So, fingers crossed, fingers crossed we build on, like I say, what's been a promising start. But um, I, I interviewed Chris just before he left at about 6 o'clock today and he, he said that, you know, we need to keep our feet on the ground. We've made a promising start. It's time to look forward, but let's not get too carried away just yet. Ian, in, in, in the transfer days that you've transferred window what month transfer Dead deadline days <laughs> Jesus. that yeah. you've done <laughs> at QPR <laughs> how many of them did you see the manager leaving at six o'clock it sounds like it was a pretty um, quiet day yeah it was a fairly quiet day um it's not it like what it used to be um, no it was always going to be a bit different today obviously with it being a bank holiday yesterday it, it carried over into the first day of September and as a result they decided to to stop it at six o'clock, so it was always going to be a little bit different. Um, but it was, it was, it, it was eerily quiet this morning. Um, obviously, we knew that the Angelo deal was in the pipeline and he had his medical early on, so there was a, a lot of work that went into preparing everything for that. For that, but yeah, in general, it was it was quite quiet. There seemed to be a lot going on elsewhere, but Loftus Road was a, a quiet place for once on deadline day, and I think that's probably probably goes to reflect the the kind of window we've had today. Um, and where we're hoping um, QPR are heading in the future now. And, yeah. and, and the, the, the window didn't slam shut. It sounds <laughs> like it more just got gently taken off the latch this afternoon. Which... Slam shut. Slam <laughs> shut. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's a bit different to that one under Warnock. <laughs> I can remember when uh, Sean Wright Phillips and the, and the gang were all unveiled. Um, anyway, Ian, I was just going to say, um, before we go, I mean, it's not a negative thing, but I mean, the only worry for me in this transfer window is that we haven't offloaded all the big earners. And by that, I don't mean Charlie and Matty. I'm thinking more of like Leroy Fur and Sandra. I'm, you, know, I'm, 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 you know, it's great they're staying in a way, but I just wanted to know, is there any word on the FFP situation and when we're likely to have any news on that? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. Obviously, it's a question that's going to be raised, I guess, um, now that we've managed to keep some of our um, stellar players, as it were. I mean, you talk about you know, wages and what have you. I mean, I've seen so much rubbish written and said um, over this transfer window. I made a note of these um, this afternoon. I, there was a story in the Daily Star that Charlie Austin was on £85,000 a week. <laughs> There was a story in The Sun that Gladwin cost £4 million and he was on thirty-five grand a week. I mean, some of the figures that are being branded around, um, again, this window have been absolute nonsense, but I guess that, that's part of the course. But just in terms of FFP, I mean, the club's in dialogue, um, constant dialogue with the Football League. Um, it's something that um, Lee Hughes is dealing with uh, on a daily basis um, with, with, the, with our counterparts at, at the Football League. With, you know, we're still in talks, obviously, with our lawyers and as and when there's something to say, it'll be said. Um, but it's, a, yeah, it's an ongoing process at the minute. Well, I'll tell you what, Ian. If you need any help from a, a few lads from back home, let me know. and We'll, we'll put the word in. We'll send in the heavy mob thing, yeah? <laughs> just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Obviously, just to have a wooden area. Um, <laughs> I think we should Ian, cut that bed out. <laughs> yeah, no. We're definitely leaving it in. Ian, thank you very much for joining us and telling us a bit about what went on today. Um, 
Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, we'll, we'll leave you no. to your unfamiliar transfer deadline day evening, which I'm sure you haven't had too often in the past. You could drive down the driveway with your helmet at the, the Range Rover. No one's going to notice it's safe. <laughs> thanks, Jen. Steve, have a good work. <laughs> thanks a lot. Bye. 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 Cheers. Bye. Bye. So, what did you mean by that, Finney? What's that? The Range Rover. I didn't get that in it. I didn't high, get that. High red enough, that, if you're trying to Oh, I see. Right. I thought, you, sometimes I feel I'm working with did you amateurs. See, did you see Harry Seriously. Red, did you see on. Harry Rednose stunt on, on Twitter Harry Rednose? <laughs> Harry Rednose. You said Harry Rednose. Oh, did, you did. Did I? You did. Okay. You, 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 both, you both missed the big news. I was looking at Finney's red nose. No, what was the stunt on Twitter? Well, he, he, I think it was a bit weird. He, he was just like... Clearly staged. He was having an interview with somebody about tra- oh yeah, transfer deadline day, all that sort of stuff. And there's a gazebo behind him, and it suddenly blows. And it didn't even blow on top of him; it sort of blew next to him. He was like, "Oh God, get that out of here!" And he tweeted this out. I don't know. It's just really odd. Well, during that, Finney, during, no, what were you going to say? During that interview, yeah. the big news is that Paul Hull, who's a massive QPR yeah. fan, has come out, and I'll show you the photograph now, and fixed my cylinder. Which was leaking madly and oh. causing me massive right. degree. Okay. Anyway, that's so great. I don't care about transfer deadline. I now have hot water. This is massive news. Sorry, carry on. Good. Brilliant. Good. Thank yeah, you, Paul. We, we definitely, we'll cut that bit out. Um, so that's what he just did in my um, <laughs> cylinder. Yeah. Great plumber, Paul Hull. Is he a plumber? Yes, he I is a plumber. He, heating engineer, Paul Hull. Thank you, Paul. By the way, all oh, you big time, and you can buy me a big, cider as a thank big you. supporter of the well, podcast. Well, I think you've just um, yes. yeah, you've just given a bit publicity there, so. No one listens to this podcast, Chris. It's fine. But do you know what? Do you know? Do you know what? All right, let's put this into t- two songs of the, the, the two the, songs. Yeah, for today. Really? Right? You're not going to sing, are you? No. We woke up thinking that Charlie Austin was going to be somebody else's guy today, and he's not. And ev- all the other clubs just walked on by. I'm having it. That's my my thought for the day, and I'm loving it. And uh, oh. I've been sacked. Um, no, but seriously, isn't it great that we have actually got something positive to talk about? Come on. Sorry, what? <laughs> yes. I thought that was quite a good link. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you, you crowbarred it in. You decided earlier today you were going to get it in, and you sort of crowbarred it in. But yeah. it's not bad. It's, it's not I'm bad. the only Irish man that can't use a crowbar. You do realise that. Carry on. Yeah. I mean, if you've been playing Finny Bingo tonight, you, you've definitely got at least a line, if not full house. You've done... The only thing you've done, florist, mm-hmm. you've done Irishman, you've done random ads for your mates Irish who, do, who like do things for you. you the only you thing ever... you haven't talked about is that you're a celiac. No. So come on, let's, let's have it. <laughs> Actually, in Huddersfield, I yeah. managed to get gluten-free beer in one of the pubs. No lie. Wow. In Huddersfield? In Huddersfield. Blimey. Mm. Can't get it in Shepherd's Bush, but you can get it in gluten up there, let alone... Have- it's apologies to anyone who's listening. Jesus wept. I can't believe you said that. No, no. Oh, dyslexia spelling. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, Chris, yes. put into words this unfamiliar feeling of contentment and optimism that we're all experiencing, don't know how to handle. Bit weird. Well, we need a hotline. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, my big fear is that it. That it's almost too good to be true. Uh, somebody put on lawful words. They're expecting a, a you know a sinkhole to be found under, under yeah. the Loftus Road pitch because it's it's all gone too well. I mean, it's I, we're winning. We've got good players. We've, we've got players with good attitudes. Last, yeah. Our star striker is staying and seems to be happy he's staying, to stay. He's staying and he's tweeting and he's having a laugh and he's. I mean, I'll do the, you know, the because uh, uh, they had this open day the other day. I was at. I'll do that in the R's end, but I mean, at that he was he was fantastic as well. Um, he's actually a nice fella. Yeah, I mean, from what I hear. 
Yeah, well, you've 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 sort of. Uh, met, I mean, I, I well, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that later. But yeah, he, you he, flowered he, him. No, I, I stayed in the van because it's, it's, I'm being professional as always. Yeah, but uh, it is almost too good to be true. I'm just waiting for what? somebody to. That's why I asked Ian Taylor about FFP because I'm oh. just, I'm just, I'm just feeling like there's going to be a butt somewhere along the line. I hope there isn't, but. But do you not think, in some ways, after all... I mean, sorry, you're not as old as me and him. Um, we go back through the history, the mergers, the takeovers, mm. the Fulham... Do you remember that? The people Fulham who, Park Rangers. Do you remember that headline <laughs> yeah. in the back of the, back standard? the standard? Because yeah. there, was no, there was no Twitter in them days, there was no social media. Oh, I, no, I remember no. going to Westbourne Park mm. and just standing there and you get the standard and you saw the back of it and I yeah. shat myself. Absolutely, I was like, yeah. what the hell was that about? And... No one knew because it was kind of just out of the blue. It came, and then mm. na- now you're kind of thinking, perhaps for once we're getting a wee bit of luck, all a would, massive, massive bit of luck. All I would say is, I mean, I think you know, Rams. We've addressed this anyway last week, um, or week before. It was last week, wasn't it? About the, the Chris's stick. memory's been brilliant for the last six. Yeah, months. I know. Yeah, the <laughs> stick. Ram- the, should we call him Peter? The unfair <laughs> stick Ramsey was getting, and the what I hope is that now we've got Charlie here that people aren't suddenly expecting us to win every single game this year and romp to a 20 point victory in the in the championship because we are going to lose some games it's a, it's a really mm. tough league but I do I mean I did I don't often bet on my own club but I did actually put a little fiver on us at 16 to 1 um, to win the championship did right? you? when was that? Did, today? Yeah. yeah yeah I think it is still are we still 16 to 1? I think so yeah Jesus get down the boogies yeah, who cares but I, I, I think I, I mean and even if we don't I think it's, I think I get the feeling it's going to be a good season. I think we'll get in the playoffs, whatever happens. At the beginning of the season, my, <laughs> my expectations was that we'd be lucky to stay out the bottom three. Would you have said that after the Cardiff game? I, no, maybe not. I, I, I've still gone mid-table. And, and even, even before today, I would have taken mid-table because I would have thought Charlie would be off, Matt would be off, maybe somebody else would be off. And I know we signed uh, Angela, or however you pronounce it, uh, Angela, Angela, yeah. <laughs> Angela Lansbury. From Watford, who is apparently very good, so yes, Watford no, friends yeah, tell me. Yeah. decent, apparently. Yeah. But you know what? Isn't it good that we can sit here? I mean, I was thinking about this, because obviously it's our 150th show. Well, yes, it is. And um, they only gave us two shows, and they thought it would end. Um, whoever they were um, did they? Twi- yeah I don't know someone on, twi- someone on Twitter went I gave them three shows of rubbish oh I see I think that was me actually anyway um, and Sinton on the dock of the bay yeah, yeah that was the original name wasn't it uh, yeah. actually have we got a name anymore with the QPR podcast we could just reappropriate open, open all ours well that's the bloke at work just said that was the, the, the best yeah, name okay. he'd, he'd heard for a podcast ever so, but we could just start. So we're 150 episodes old tonight. Yes. We're not. Uh, we're not having like a kind of big celebration or anything like that, apart from the intro that you heard from Chris Ramsey. But yes, we are 150. For those of you who haven't been listening since the beginning, um, we uh, there are a series of old episodes that we recorded before we moved into this iteration of it. If you want to listen to them, they are on the NDRs. Um, little widget that they have on their homepage. If you click on Podcast Archive, it's, you can hear all our old episodes. It's not just a little widget, it's, it's, it's a major part of our brilliant side. Yes. I think we should do a little, get a little best of together. What's your, what's your favourite moment? We should do this at the end, oh, but we'll, we'll be a little bit self-indulgent, seeing as it's 150 episodes. Yeah. I don't know, you've really put me, put me well, on the Well, actually, spot on there. the podcast. Or the on the podcast. Bit, or the drinking bits after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose one of my favourite bits was was a sort of was connected with the podcast, but it didn't actually come off, which is, sounds a bit weird. But yeah, I, went, I, I went up to Manchester to interview Stan Bowles, um, and at the time, 
at, at, at the time, no, you know, nobody knew he was, he was a bit well, he was unwell. But um, he came to the pub, you know, dressed in dapper with his son-in-law, and mm. met me in there, asked him a few questions about QPR, and he didn't, you know, wasn't quite sure of the answers. And at the time, he, he, you know, even somebody in the pub said, "I'll slip him twenty quid," and suddenly his memory comes back, you ah. know, which is quite funny. But yeah, I mean, seeing and then you know, I just chucked the phone away and just ended up mm. having. Having two pints with Stan Bowles in a pub, which which, which was like uh, pretty amazing. But as, as for uh, as for the podcast highlight, I'll have to um, I'll have to have a little ponder on that and come back to you. I I, I think for me, and it sounds ridiculous because all the things we've done. Oh, sorry, is it my bit? By the way, yeah, right? go on. Um, <laughs> interviewing John Byrne which sounds surprisingly oh, yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah. I love John Byrne, and it was mm. you know it was just great to have him on the phone. But the worst thing was, he was for the first time interviewed him, he was watching a Man New game at the mm. same time. That was a bit odd. But he redeemed himself many times afterwards. And he was so ambivalent about QPR. It was like, yeah, yeah, I think I played there. He was a bit like that. Oh, he when wasn't. we spoke to him, in your head, he's your greatest ever hero. And when oh. we called him, oh, I probably shouldn't say Actually, you know When what? we called him, he was a bit like, yeah, yeah QPR. Yeah, but the thing yeah, is because yeah, yeah, I remember them. Yeah, yeah they were a good that, club. I think you're over... Actually, <laughs> shut up. No, but I think, to be fair... But the... the my all-time favourite was when we did the Alan McDonald's room. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was when one of my all-time favourites. When and we I got his daughter and Dave yeah. Anderson in, that, yeah. that, that, that was that 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 was amazing. There was laughter and there was tears, and it carried on into the, the, the night. And it was that was, that one, was of the, one of the best things we've so done. We did put this out on Twitter, and so many people sent like their best bits in. Apparently, there's a sexual chemistry between you and me. I, I didn't Chris get Chris Mendes and Phil Beer's daughter. I see that was remember? hilarious. Yeah, that was, Do you remember that? Anybody that didn't hear that, <laughs> Chris Mendes got very confused when describing horrified. He was actually. talking about <laughs> the rumor of um, Cisse who we should say appears to be a happily married man, dating <laughs> um, Phil Green's daughter. But yeah. instead of Phil Green, he said <laughs> Phil Beard. Mendes' face was kind of like, I'm not happy with this. Uh, this is good. Yeah, um, that wasn't good. We've done loads of good interviews. Mm. I, I do remember Joey Bartman, of course, Joey oh, Bartman, God, he came yeah. in, which was I learned great. a lot about Newcastle that night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but even then, because that, that was in quite early days, and I thought maybe we've got something here. If Joey Barton he, he is travelling on the tube to us, spending two hours with us, and I thought maybe we've got he something here. He did travel on the tube. He, had a, he, had he did, he did, he did. Did he? Yeah. Well, I thought he kept the because ca- he. I thought he kept the cab running afterwards. No, it's a story in your head. It came on the tube. Um, Sean Derry also came in, but for me, the best ones were two with Ali falling. He's actually oh, come okay. in twice yeah, in yeah. the last year, yeah. and the last one where I think he thought he was leaving, and we probably thought he was leaving. And he actually got quite emotional and gave sort of quite a lot of himself in that podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So. We've That's, done well, really, haven't we? That's we have, but let, we probably shouldn't be that self-indulgent because I can hear everybody sort of clicking off yeah. listening to it. Bye. But please do listen to our old episodes. Um, you'll be able to find it's them on Indiars. It's self-indulgent to say, actually, we're just a bunch of QPR fans who managed somehow to put something decent together that people listen to every week. I don't think that's self-indulgent. We might be crap, but we're local. As the, as the saying goes, <laughs> crap but local. Crap but local. Right, uh, Finney, tell us about um, Huddersfield. Sorry, it was Brazilian leg football. It was end to end. It was nah, it was crap actually. Um, mm. Football wise, horrendous. But you know what? Who cares? We yeah. need to win by whatever means. As the song goes, it doesn't matter. How you get there, just frigging get there. Do you know what I mean? Whatever. What song's that? 
Oh, uh, someone in the eighties and nineties, some woman sang a song about that. Right. I, I don't remember the detail because I was too much listening to Joy Division and being a, a miserable goth. Yeah, but the thing as it, opposed to now when you're a, a miserable mis- florist. No, a miserable balding. <laughs> right. Goth. Okay. But, but, but the thing is, to be fair, the the one thing at the that I what I'll take from Huddersfield, which is quite funny, was the expression on, on everyone's face when we scored because it was kind of a weird old game. They've got this. They've got this new ultra thing going on up there. because. One of the times we went to Huddersfield was when we got relegated yeah. many years ago, which yeah, was horrible. That was a- but, but they've got this ultra thing going on, so all right. Anyway, so when we scored, everyone just scored mental. And, and You know what? That's Now with the players we've got, that's what you do to go up. You win horrible games, and that was a horrible game to win. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, the clean sheet, I guess, is an old cliche, but that's probably that's massive. the most pleasing aspect of that because, you know, in fact, how many is that in a row? Is that two in a row? Or am I... No, you, no, you'd be watching somebody that's else. One in a row. Is that one in a row? Yeah, yeah because yeah. we, we yeah, beat Wolves, but we let in yeah. two and we let in two oh, yeah, to Rotherham. League wise, yeah. We let in two in every game, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. So I actually wrote down two in a row clean sheets. I, I am losing. Chris, so um, yeah. this, this memory issue. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, but yeah. But I, it's I, as good as two in a row. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> clean sheet, I mean, it's fourth not, in the but table. But we'll go with it. Yeah. I'd have taken that at the start. If he's psychic. Yeah. Yeah, well, it could be. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. But yeah, fourth in the table, um, clean sheet, taking that at the start of the season, definitely. Okay. Um, Ours end already. Is it really ours end, Gabe? Is it? Blimey. Okay. Um, Now, we're not going to be here for two weeks because of the international break. Um, Yeah. By the way, can I just mention something? If Northern Ireland win, miracles of miracles, we might be going to France. So if anyone wants to come to me to France, let me know. But France, Northern Ireland, major Who's you got? Um, we've got um, Faroe Islands and then we've got um, Hungary and then we've got Finland away but brilliant. yeah well, we I could reckon, actually do this we could do this I'm predicting Robbie Keane hat-trick in the first game and then I think Robbie Keane plays for the other one Jesus you're yeah. on fire today boy no I knew that I knew that <laughs> did you <laughs> did you I did that was my, that was my <laughs> attempt what, what, at a joke but it backfired oh, oh sorry I thought you normally do that joke don't you with Finney with oh, Northern Ireland oh sorry anyway for I anyone who's like listening anyone we listening, should cut it and do it again anyone from sorry, the, any, anyone from the Republic in the North listen to this podcast it's, it's um, yeah Chris is just trying to hold hands with the whole nation there well done Chris you're trying to divide build bridges I yeah. like that. But yeah, we've got to qualify. Be amazing that no one probably scrape a 1 0. I don't give a shit. As long you? as we get there. The last time I saw us qualify in 86 at Wembley, and that was amazing. To do it now, or 85, yeah, from Mexico 86, 85, November, whatever it was. Yeah. As Alan McDonald said, as anyone thinks is a fix, they can come and see me. One of the best quotes ever you'll see after a football match on YouTube. So, um, is this my hour's end, by the way? Sure. Okay, my hour's end is <laughs> last week. I'm terribly embarrassed and I'm very sad to announce that I forgot to give a mention to two lost souls that we've lost, which was Ray Jones and Daphne Biggs. And I apologise for that because I should have remembered that and I'm very, very sorry. So respect to Daphne and, and Ray and hopefully they're still looking down on us. And one other thing, by the way. Yeah. As we're talking about this sort of thing, it'd be nice if the club at the first home game of the season had a minute's silence for Alan McDonald because he died in the summer and we can't actually have minute silence during the season so if we could have a minute silence or the fifth minute of the game or we'll just have a minute or the fifth game whatever just have something to do with Mac or passing no I totally nice. agree with that maybe, maybe minutes applause fifth minute would be, it'd be, yeah. the, way, it'd be so the way to go but we need to do something we can't just let that pass no I think mm. um, no good idea mate Chris 
Hello. Well, yeah, apologies, first of all, for the, the terrible... Sorry for back, ruining backfired. that. I just couldn't sit, didn't see no, it coming, I'm sorry. No, I know. It was, it was, norm- it was normally your domain anyway. Um, no, I just wanted to say about the, uh, the open training day uh, last week, which I took my daughter along, and lots of people took their kids along too. Um, I just want to say, again, what a fantastic day it was. Um, Charlie Austin particularly. Well, all the pl- but first of all, the players came out for 90 minutes, played a full... Did a full training session in front of everybody. Did all the sort of running, had a game, so you could sort of you, you could pick out people. Jet actually looked quite sharp in training. Mm. Uh, Smithies looked like a decent shot stopper. There was a few, like, you know, a few little nuggets in there. But I've got to say, Charlie Austin, you know, right through uh, the game, smile on his face, having a bit of banter with the, the manager, with the player. They, they, basically, and then after the match finished, they spent the same time again, probably an hour and a half, going around everybody, signing autographs for the kids. Pictures really? with all the kids signing shirts, and Charlie was sort of at, Charlie was at the back, and there was actually players lapping him because he he was he he was obviously the most in demand because people thought that's the last time they yeah. were going to see him in a Rangers shirt. He did everything that was asked of him, and and all the players there, none not one player looked like they didn't want to be there. They all looked happy to be there. All the youngsters, Cherry as well, Luongo, all of those, they, they were just... No, I don't know, and it was just a really, good. really good atmosphere. And, and, and even the injured players, Jamie Mackey came out, Leroy Fur came out afterwards. They all joined in with the sign-in. And I just want to say a massive thanks to the club for putting that on. For, for, for people like my little girl, mm. who's 10, I mean, you're not going to get that at Man United. You're not going to get that at Man City because it's too big for that, you know. And that's one... Reason why I, you know, I'm grateful that our club isn't like one of those massive mm. great conglomerates and stuff like that can still go on. Yeah. So, thank you very much, QPR. Thank you to the players. Thank you to the staff. Uh, 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 so, to all of us, my um, my RZM is actually going to be something fairly similar. So, I'll sort of cut it short. We, um, I took my little girl who's five to the Rotherham game actually downstairs in the family stand. I know there's been a lot of discussion about where the family stand is, but. Being in the family stand was it was a really nice atmosphere. I think a lot of people have the same idea as me actually about that game. Take their little one to that game, kind of inoffensive fixture, likely to win. Bit of a community atmosphere because of the stand stuff. She she had a really good time. It was a really really nice afternoon. No trouble. No, I mean it, it, there was it, she just really really enjoyed it. And then she got a letter from Jude uh, the following week saying, really pleased to have you, to have seen you down at the game. I hope you wow. come again soon. Really? So really, really nice. So well, I've never got a letter from well, Jude. So give us something to be depressed uh, about. write me a letter. No, we've been, we've been saying that, we've been <laughs> saying that That'd be since nice. we started, to be fair, that the community side of the club yeah. has always been brilliant. And the rest of it is just catching up a little bit. But, um, you know, fair, fair play to them. And do you know what would be brilliant? On the Tiger Cup Walk 7, we do from Hollington, cool. yeah. if... Fans can join us who maybe not part of the walk, but just on the way to give them kids and us a wee bit of a. I need someone to talk to because I'm bored talking to you, quite frankly. <laughs> so yeah, join us. Likewise, dear boy. Do you know? Do you know? I just you said in the hours end is nearly over. Mm. There was a great chant on Saturday mm. that people need to hear, and this sums up the last few months. And we're going to play out with it. Well, let's do it then. Yep. Okay. Thank you for listening to. Maybe the Open All Ours, QPR podcast, whatever it is. We're back in two weeks' time and we've left you something to play us out with.
This podcast is a West 12 Media and Burble Media production.